Hello and welcome to Pod for Norga, the podcast that is not really a fighter or a thinker. I'm Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Joined here by and over in America is Kevin and John. And today we are here to discuss <laughs> the second one. half. Uh, thank you. The second half of the. the, the it was originally going to be. Um, uh, the podcast that really needs to change its password to something other than Anton. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that. We are covering Beforeners Season 2, Episode 4, 5, and 6, the, uh, which is the second half of uh, Season 2. I am mm-hmm. very excited to get into that. And I'm moving very quickly because my baby is asleep. And I know that Gera is going to probably go ahead and take care of him. So I want to get to your thoughts as soon as possible. But one thing we Again, have to talk Again, enforcing about, traditional gender roles. I know. I know. What is... And we have called you out on this before time and again. Guys, Except... I, I am about on starting next Wednesday, uh, starting next Thursday, I begin my parental leave. Hooray! And I have gone from February until basically September. That's <laughs> so amazing. I, it is a long I hate time, you. So, I can't believe yeah. that. I am going to get so many phone calls to the office. <laughs> the what baby do do? is being weird. What do I do? Is this color of poop okay? <laughs> Should the baby be glowing? <laughs> uh, one thing I want to talk to you uh, guys about is we should talk uh, very briefly about the Oscar nominations. Ah, yes. Um, yeah. We, this was a big deal for Norway because uh, the film The Worst Person in the World, or in Norwegian... Verdens Verste Mennesker. Uh, got nominated for two different Oscars, which is super what? cool. And this this movie was um, directed by oh god, I, I didn't keep his name up, but I think it's Joachim Trier, mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, and he's the guy who did uh, Oslo, thirty first August. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is kind of it's starring. Um, well, it's uh, it, well, the male lead of the of, um, worst person in the world is the same guy um, who we know from that movie as well as from um, Nobel. He played the yep. brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. and. Uh, he played Breivik in the, um, yeah. in, uh, what was that called? 22 July. There's a lot of dates. A lot of dates in Norway. But yeah. it, that was the, um, I heard that this was like the, the third movie in his Oslo cycle. Yes. Uh, so that was. I don't know. The first one was. missing one. The first, yeah, we missed, we haven't talked about the first one. Well, that we can go back and do. Was it Thelma? Does that ring a bell? Thelma's another Thelma? One. There was a movie. It's on our list called Thelma. That's like a psychological thriller set in Oslo. I might. I might be I don't totally, think it's totally that. wrong. Yeah. That. Okay. Anyway. Um. Anyway. So what, what, got, what were the awards that it got nominated for? It got nominated, I believe, for. I should have looked this up. Um. <laughs> uh, it got nominated for best foreign uh, film, which mm-hmm. I think it was in. You know, like likely to make it. Um. And then it also uh, is for best original screenplay, which Ooh. I was not expected. So that's a huge deal to go up against. You know, Everything. traditionally yeah. American films, right, and, right. or at least English language ones, and I believe the um, the main actress for uh, the film won. Uh, was it at Cannes? Mm-hmm. At Cannes, she won Best Actress. Sorry, yeah, and she so. was about to leave um, the industry, right? Isn't yes, isn't I know. Is that we, what the article so, said. Bottom line, I don't know. Like, guys, we got to cover this. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes. yeah there, I I checked. It is playing at E Street Cinema for John. Ah, excellent. And we can watch it. So we'll. well you know who I could bring with me. Oh, not Ned. So sad. Not Ned. Oh, God. Mm. But our buddy, our buddy Ned is actually, uh, we just saw him for a coffee about an hour ago. So yeah. he's, Hi, Ned. He's looking for a job. If anyone uh, wants to hire Oslo. Ned. In Oslo. In Oslo. Yeah. He's in comms. Yes. He's a cool guy. But aside from that. Anyhow. Guys, you should hire Beforeners. Ned. Beforeners. This, What'd you th- this, 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 this show, show took, this show took a hard left turn. <laughs> and I am pro going to the I, I am, yes. I, I am all here for it. Uh, oh, things, I, I was proven wrong. Things that I thought about, that I said the first Dude, episode. Dude, I think I called, did I call something? What did in you this? call? Maybe? I believe, I, I believe that I, one when Kevin gave his insane theory mm-hmm. last time, I tagged on at the end the idea. I'm like, I think my crazy crackpot theory was that uh, Jack the Ripper was not Jack the Ripper from the before times coming now, but actually would turn out to be someone from our time going back and becoming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. I accept your apology. And well, you know I... what? Yeah, and I also accept your apologies for calling my theories crackpot. 
because that they were <laughs> they were far from that. And if I'm, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I precisely predicted that there would be a Handmaid's Tale episode, so I appreciate. Oh the uh, yeah, that. yeah. Dude, I did not <laughs> on that thing because that is a. I mean, that was definitely the first word that like yeah. the first idea that came into my head after after that episode started. Yeah, um, well done. I've got well a called. lot of ideas. I have a lot of slides. I also, again, uh, I have a new movie kink or a TV kink Ooh. that I I found. All right, um, and we'll get to that. Is it choirs? But I'll you'll you'll hear it when we get there. Um, but how do you guys want to do that? Do you want some overall thoughts? I've, I've written a summary like we did last time, and it is long. Yeah. It's not a summary. It's yes. <laughs> but it's the entire script. Let's give <laughs> some overall thoughts. Now, now that we have season two in a complete, like, as a complete package, knowing where, you know, the overall arcs of everything. Um, so could, what, uh, would it be helpful to start, like, where we left off end of episode three? Yes. Uh, I forget. <laughs> Where did we end up uh, end of uh, episode three? Because now that I've gone back and rewatched it all, I can't remember the distinction. They all blend together. Yes. I'll, how about this? I'll give um I'll I'll oh, give wait. a summary and we can. I actually have them pretty divided by episode here. Okay. Yeah. What was we the can first part? Pack them of on the... quickly, because and we'll try to move quickly because yep. I have thoughts about the final episode and I want to get in there. There was a twist. I wonder if John caught it. I I was awake and watched it multiple times to make sure that I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> this time I saw it. Giro I, and I gasped out loud. Like, out yeah. loud. Yes. Like, oh. absolute shock. Sorry, end of episode three, um, Ingrid yeah. decides to tell uh, Norse weatherman Sterla about her pregnancy. And uh, mm -hmm. then uh, Alfilder and um, Lars go to London. It was the... the oh, yeah, yeah. Lars yeah, and Ingrid. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. So that's... Uh, we let you want to start with episode four. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go through this. So what I ha I have is that John Roberts, who by the way, I've already we've already two words. Supreme Court, John Roberts. I realized where I re remember him from besides the Supreme Court. Do you recognize that actor? I don't. He was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't know if you watched. Oh, him. Was he? he's Thoros of Mir. That doesn't help. Just oh, okay. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. He's the guy that can like resurrect people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far he's as the like Brotherhood without banners. He actually has a similar comedic, like dark vibe in yes. Game of Thrones as he does in this show. Yeah, um, is it the same character? Share, share universe yeah. <laughs> crossover. <laughs> Hell yeah! God, oh my god, all, so many crossover possibilities. I know. Now that we have a quantum, the the time now that alternate. Alternate universes now. You know what? I, I, I do want to say before, like above all everything, I really appreciate um, you know so, some movies where the time travel uh, rules are like really clear. It's like okay, if you do this, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. you do this. Um, in Beforeners, they decided to say what rules. I, I mean, guys, there are no rules. Well, we are no. deep. The, this raises some real predestination paradox questions. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Pre, we got predestination paradox. We have grandfather paradox. We have a lot. We, we have got supernatural powers. Problems. Supernatural powers that that come from time travel back and it's like, what? What? Yeah, that is, happening? is that is weird, and I I don't understand that. And I'm not sure I'm supposed to. I don't. Not sure either. Yeah. Just, just roll with it, bro. Just roll with it, I guess. So, John Roberts, at the beginning of episode three, he visits the Monk Museum, which, if you've ever been to Oslo, is uh, recently open and is super ugly. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks Awful like a, a building. sad building. Uh, and uh, he uh, ends up well, murdering a the fortune teller and stealing her phone. Uh, Lars and Alphilder interrogate Isaac to confirm that John Roberts is actually Jack the Ripper, the same Jack the Ripper who turns out to be a temporal agent, uh, which I called, just saying. Um, they removed uh, from uh, they were removed from the case because the Brits didn't want them working on it because the Brits are part of this cover up. Mm -hmm. um, Lars and Alfhilder, well, after being removed, go to uh, the gym where Sterla is, and an altercation happens, and Lars ends up fucking clocking <laughs> yeah. Sterla this, with the weight. That would have killed him. That, that was, would yeah, have. That was a weight plate. Like that was yeah. Pounds. That was like a ten pound weight that he just fifteen pound weight that he just swung at that guy's skull. Yeah. Yep. Made contact yep. real hard and yeah, rightfully so. And it's just okay. He just got a concussion. He's fine. 
As a response, Sterla oh. ends up sending his goons to attack our boy Gregor's. Poor Gregor's. Which results in the scene of the of the series. Is that, yeah, that's Gre Gregor's using his pipe and 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 what I I, I double checked are definitely Duke of Queensberry boxing skills <laughs> to put up a fight. Uh, but, and he's beaten severely, severely putting him in the hospital, but he takes it like an absolute champ oh because my God. Gregor's is the man. He is. <laughs> yes. He truly is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, putting his, his fisticuff arms up. And that, and that was, was, it wasn't just like a, hey, he was cross-armed. Yeah, <laughs> he was, was like, yeah. <laughs> but going right with the <sighs> was the translation. He laser explains it to Lars and he's like, I gave him a. A good crack in the uh, in the old block with my pipe. Yeah. I, I, I put oh. crack him in right in the noggin. In and the noggin. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was the translation. And yeah, and oh. that scene afterwards with Lars was so like, he's like, "You were just a father protecting a tested daughter." You know, yes. like I oh. I can't. Uh, yeah. He's doing so yeah. much. Gregor's is like again with the background because remember later on he ends up you know. In a, I thought a very sweet scene when he, he goes to the the um, gravesite of his son. Yeah. And that actually, yeah. as I think, is the thing that insp more than anything else inspires Ingrid to decide to keep the base. Yeah. yeah. Now we're going to we... talk about later. We're going to talk ah. about it later. We'll talk about it later. Yes. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, re yeah. Reassign. Uh, so Lars and Alfhilder get reassigned to the fortune teller uh, murder case. And uh, they end up identifying one of the mi missing women that is a potential tar target of John Roberts. Using GPS tracking, they locate the woman in the woods at Eckeberg, which has some super creepy artwork that we have now seen in multiple shows. Yeah. Yeah. And, what's, um, the, what's the deal with that? With those balloon Eckeberg, thing? Eckeberg. It's art. It's art. Um, Get it? I, yeah. Uh, it's weird, but there was right, one, okay. like one. There's a woman squatting, isn't it? It's like very female focused or something. I think that's the sculpture park where it's all. He got. A, mm, there was a lot of controversy because he was like, "It's an, it's an, a, a tribute to to women," and the women were like, "But it's just naked bodies." Like, are is that what women are to you? No brains, just. Naked actually, bodies. it's kind of good that. Uh, I think it's cool that they said it there. Because John Roberts has some real misogynistic tendencies that we've seen. So. Yeah, and uh, it is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, that makes sense. Good, mm -hmm. good thematic uh, tie-in. They end up trying to. Ch the police uh, try to catch uh, John Roberts in time, but they are too late, and the woman is killed. And John Robert gets away and reenacts the screen painting, which was how the episode ended. What I I thought yeah. it was kind of gimmicky, but I, I watched it again, and then and it took me by surprise, like. It, when he when he like ran when he got to the the fence thing, I was like, oh yeah, I guess he you're right. He just ran away from from the scene. Yeah, that's why he's out of breath. I thought, and then I thought it was gimmicky. It was. Gimmicky. I, I still stayed because I don't know what they were trying to say by tying it to the the the, the famous painting by Edvard Munch. Like what like. It was just contained in that episode. It was a bookend. It was like the front start of yeah. the episode in the end. But like I. Give, knowing, uh, like, there is a general arc of John Roberts as being very, uh, what is the word, misanthropic, mm -hmm. right? Like, he doesn't, he, he is kind of this hatred of humanity and of existence, and ultimately, his like, one of his generating goals, you know, at first, it's not really to kill women. He actually, he he wants to end life, humanity. wants to end existence, right. and, yeah. and that is a goal of his that he seems to be trying to work backwards to try to end uh, and all life. So, so the, but that to me doesn't tie into the scream in a way. The scream yeah, is about the the, the s scene is symbolizing the anxiety of the human condition. That is what the scream. Yeah. So he is. It is. Okay. It is the. I get it. It is kind of gimmicky, but it, it is kind of. It does tie in thematically to this idea of. Yep. People shouldn't be exist. We are we are a plague yep. to to the world, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and the the scream kind of embodies that sense of existential dread. Like, are we? Should we be here? Should we not? That is my reading of that. Bureau. Side note on the scream, I read on the internet uh, recently that the scream, the figure you see in the scream. He's not screaming. He's reacting to a scream. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh -huh. You heard that? It yeah, that's, makes it it's, so much creepier. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
because wow. he was going for a walk with his friends and he, he clear Edward Monk clearly had some kind of mental <laughs> like what would be desire like but like an anxiety some kind of anxiety disorder and felt an overwhelming I think a scream Dread. rupture through nature yeah and that was him feeling reaction. like a panic reaction to that huh. which um, yeah creepy creepy yeah. terrifying Fun. happy yeah I'm down with that yeah anyway anyway anywho Let's go, should we go into, uh, and then moving on to the, the next episode, which I, I think I've kind of blended a couple things here. But Offhilder gets um, the strange, uh, some strange results from her MRI and exhibits starts exhibiting what are, are supernatural skills uh, and they manifest during a pistol shooting uh, contest with Venka and then also later her ability to learn English very quickly. I, um, I don't think she learned it. I think she remembered it. Yes. That I hate when Kevin has, point. like, a good point. And I'm like, <laughs> shit, I got to give it Yeah, damn yeah, it. That's, okay. that's actually really, yeah, because she's in, when she gets pulled out of the water, she's like, what? She looks like five. Yeah. Yeah, she, she knows. I don't know if well, she, she learned. Know yeah, although there's yeah, high like, level words that she's saying there. Well, I'm sure it, but the, she had Maybe the base. She yeah. yeah. She's yeah. not five. The fluent I mean, she, well, did, she also didn't learn bullet time, you know, like before she can, so she, she's I'm, cl- she I'm glad, super fast. I'm glad you brought up bullet time because <laughs> yes. uh, did they, re- was that, they didn't need bullet time. They, the, they just made the, the rules, matrix. Like they, <laughs> yeah, the rules don't make sense. I know it's, but it, it's. It's a way of doing it. Yeah, the bullet time thing doesn't make sense. And why that? Like, there's clearly these connections because there's this weird. We, we're, they're they're hinting at um, scientific. You know, not. I don't want to say supernatural, but like there's there's quantum realmy stuff that like has scientific explanations, quote unquote, even if they're a little soft on the science. But then we are also tying into visions of Odin. And then mm-hmm. as we get, like, Thirst Witch, like, she is clearly um, having uh, spiritual kind of connections. And, and yeah. these are kind of crossing back and forth over. And, and it's I'm all drug-fueled. Sure they, they are drug Because that's what I couldn't think. Is like, is oh, the Odin manifestation, is that purely just he's taking this tempoxerate and that is how it manifests and this is how we see it in the show. But then we're going into this alternate reality where we see that character and then there are these connections that are that clearly brain waves are being able mm. to be transmitted across these realities, which this goes after. I hope I I hope there are people here who did not watch the show and just <laughs> listen to this podcast and are just like, what the hang fuck on, is that? What is that? Exactly. Because this yeah. because the, the hard left turn that this yes. this made. But no, I, I and I will say one of the predictions I made um, that uh, 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 Lars is Odin is correct. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Actually, I think he is. Kevin might be. Kevin might be right. Kevin might be right because when when she goes down to the 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 computer thing he mm-hmm. has in the basement, he like he takes the drug later on and sees himself sees Odin as his reflection in mm-hmm. in the. The ba- in the bathroom mirror and then goes downstairs and like hacks gets all of this information hacks in the mainframe main and does. then comes back up and doesn't remember it but then has to clearly conveyed that information to Alfhilder and so I think the idea is that maybe the information that Odin is passing to Lars is actually him when he's in a drug state he goes down and does his own research and then like brings it to himself later on hmm. that I yes that is but that means it. He's not. Oh, he is. Oh, he's and Odin, but that, he's. But that's not him being the actual Odin but, god of. Everything. But in the alternate rea- in the the alternate reality, yeah. so jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah. Uh, in the alternate reality, he is the Odin figure of that. He's okay, like the the were... soothsayer, the the seer. Yeah. He and is the, the or the and the eye. He is the oracle that has these visions because mm-hmm. of the tempoxerate. Lars is Odin. Lars is Odin. Um, but maybe Odin isn't Odin. Maybe exactly. Odin isn't the actual god. Yeah. But, okay. anyway. I'll, I'll buy that. Let us continue. Um, this episode's gonna be four hours long. No, we're, we're, we're just, we're flicking through on we're this through. one. Um, you know, uh, uh, one thing that I think is a good place to, to, to put it in that I've le- really enjoyed about this show is that um, I like that 
Offhilder has become way more competent than Lars. Yes. <laughs> and that Lars is constantly like behind trying to catch up to her because she has like she is the one kind of experiencing all this stuff. And half the time it's her and him in a car and she has to share information. And his reaction is always like, uh-huh, okay. Wow, that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize but that I was gonna happen. Also, uh, maybe I mentioned this before. My pet peeve in movies and TV is when people who should be sharing information do not share information for absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. They just like decide like, no, I cannot tell him this. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But in this show, Alfredo and Lars sit in a car, and Lars is like, yeah. "Come on, tell me." Or no and she's like, I, "I was picked out of the water in Viking time, but I was wearing modern clothes." And it's like, "Oh, they're fantastic. <laughs> you should be." I did. Another thing you liked was when, when she starts speaking English, she's like, look at this English. She's like, ask me a question. And then she does the whole like summary, like, oh, he went on a quasi misogynistic yeah, rant. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. And then he, he just, go, and she's like, he's like, Alars says, yeah, what the, wow, that's fucking weird. And she's like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> she reacts as someone would. She's not, it's not like keeping secrets for keeping secrets sake. Like, yeah. if, because if that really up, happened, right? you would be like, hey, 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 hey watch, watch, watch this. this. Watch this. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, that was yeah, that was a great. I really like that scene. Yeah. Um. Uh. We can talk a bit uh, about the plotline of Olaf Haraldson, who, with the assistance of his divine powder, i.e., or uh, cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. Uh, he, he builds he, uh, builds his following with uh, one specific priest who uh, takes interest and gets some holy water, and the priest and the last of the women that John Roberts is hunting attempt to ambush him with the holy water. Oh my God. With less than stellar results. That was oh, that was one of the funniest scenes I've seen in a long time. Him I agree. Talk about playing with your food, as man. Like, so, as soon right. as it started, as soon as like the the holy water hit him, I was like, "That's hilarious." Yeah, that's, that's not, not gonna work. A lot of not working out how you think it's working out. Also, yeah. I'd like to point out uh, another vampire theme. God damn it! It didn't it didn't pan out. No one's actually a vampire, but the, they thought that he was. We know of that. We know of that's true. Wait for season so, three. Um, uh, That's true. Uh, yeah, we, we, I think we've already talked a bit about the Odin scene. So, so get ahead, Lars wearing some classy aviators uses his secret basement to computer to learn about Pro, uh, Project Nineteen, a British top secret plan to send agents back in time. Um, uh, uh, yes. And then uh, John Roberts uh, offers uh, calls the police and offers to give the uh, the woman that he kidnapped um, give her up in exchange for the British lead investigator Henry. Uh, and offers to do a trade at the Grunland subway station. Um, the stakeout goes haywire, and John Roberts and Henry end up talking in the subway cha- uh, cha- uh, uh, the subway tunnel. And we learn uh, John is, is a Project 19 agent who killed the girls to protect his cover. John, having lost faith in the project and angry about his treatment by the agency, now seeks to invent his own method of time travel to go back and prevent the human race from evolving millions of years ago. Kill the fish. Uh, <laughs> Lars and Alfhilder then chase John Roberts down into the tunnel. Alfhilder attacks John Roberts, and which, you know, according to science, <laughs> messes with the space-time continuum. That is the scientific way That's of saying I know, science. And, but I, I do like that, because I'm like, none of this. Like, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, yeah. I, I bought the ticket. I'm already on the ride. Let's just go with this. And I do like Alphilder goes, as she's charging him, just says, what the fuck, fuck is space-time continuum? <laughs> so she... she she's a fighter. She's not a thinker. <laughs> exactly. She tries to punch him, and that causes a massive rupture uh, in the space-time continuum. And that is the end of the episode. So let's, let's take a break there. Yeah. <laughs> I was on board. One of the things I, I, I signed up, I, I said, this show... I, I am very, very appreciative that this show has always uh, been funny to me, has put a lot of comedic bits in there, because I could see this being, if they took this show very seriously, then I think I would be more skeptical of when they introduce stuff like this, like, ah, this is kind of BS, this doesn't exactly make sense. Yeah. But there's some of these moments, and I was thinking, like, when uh, Sterla sends his goons to attack Gregors, and there's the one that is like, I'm not going to wear a seatbelt, and he's like, you have to. I don't want to pay the fine. Put on the goddamn yeah. seatbelt, and then he can't get out. Yes, the, he can, like, fight. He can't get out. Or 
There's a lot of seatbelt related ones, like a lot of car related, a lot of car related bureaucracy, yeah. like safety, like safety first. Vikings. This is a good trip of the show is Vikings and cars, because the other yes. one when, when yes. Olaf gets really mad and tells the other guy to get out of the car, and he's like, "You can't leave. Like you need a supervisor." <laughs> he rips off the, the L. Um, the the L. L. <laughs> the L. The, the self-drawn like it's clearly not an actual stick it's it's taped on uh, <laughs> like that kind of stuff or um it's 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 uh it's great that. it's really and and like earlier with the with um when, when he's doing the driving tests he's like sir you need mm-hmm. to put you can't take a call right now oh yeah, yes you're right you're right he's okay. like, sorry i i appreciated all that yeah um so so that that's why i kind of give a little bit of pass on all this timey-wimey you know, stuff that yeah. I, re- I really don't think holds up. And the, the in the final episode, I think it hurts it because the resolution at the big, like the big crescendo, which we'll get to, I think like it ends. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's, there's some rule that it, there, it's Highlander rules. There can only be one. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, Highlander <laughs> is a deeply scientific study. In that is a movie based, I mean, and one of the best documentaries. Holy, holy that I've seen. No. Ugh. Um, did you guys have any thoughts up until now that you want to add in any thoughts on the show, or, sh- or do we, we go into the final episode and knock this thing out? I thought everyone got, like, like Thana- Thanos snapped at the end of... I thought existence just oh, got that, blinked when out. You, when five ended, yeah. that was your thought? Like, yeah. oh, we just blinked out of it. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, now we're in a new show. There's a... The sixth, last episode is going to be mm-hmm. something new. Huh. Um... How about you? How about you, John? Were you on board thus far in the show? I was on board. The like time explosion tunnel thing was mm-hmm. like ah, okay. I I don't I don't I yeah, don't know. But, that, like, that's where this show really um because I, I of course I remember from our last conversation. I think I was the most pro on this show because mm-hmm. I'm I'm just I'm with it, dude. That's great. I'm, I'm, to, I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. having fun. You're having fun. That's good. I, you have. Yeah. Fun. I wish. Can I? Like slight edit to how I might have done it. Um, yeah. So, you know, as we're about to experience in episodes, in the beginning of episode six, we see that there is this like vat of goo. Presumably, it has some big power source. It can yeah. send people, at least subconsciously, into their alternate reality selves, and presumably they use some similar facility for time travel. I feel like there was a missed opportunity for some sort of high-powered explosion. And that could have, like, maybe John Roberts should have been trying to commandeer the power plant, hack the mainframe for his work, and Alphitir, I don't know how to say her name well, but confronts him there as he's doing it, and they get into their epic shoot battle uh, with bullet time, and, like, that, some bullet misses, hits some important thing, a gasket blows, and that Mm -hmm. is what launches the time tunnel. I feel like that would have yeah. been a slightly more scientific based Rather approach than a punch. to then like <laughs> you punched him and time broke. Punch uh, into a, an invisible wall? You don't think that that worked? Yes. <laughs> and then like there's not an explanation of how, why the specific reality that split, why that reality broke. Why that reality? Like, do, yeah. do you know yeah. yeah, like, why did it go into, like, why all of a sudden did we launch into a world where, where Olav is, you know, God, King, Emperor of the, of the, the, the Norwegian Christian Caliphate? And why, <laughs> and why is that reality going faster than... Yeah. Oh, the, dude, let's, okay, here, like, Euro's gonna go, Euro's stepping out to take care of the baby and, and is gonna miss all the fun stuff of us talking about timey-wimey stuff. Timey-wimey. Um, okay, let's, let's, let's get into the timey-wimey stuff, because, and I'll, I'll, I'll... Oh God, I'll, I'm gonna do my best. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. Um, the season finale starts with a parallel scene to show us what uh, what's happening in the tunnel. Um, during what's happening in the tunnel with Alfilder and John Roberts, um, we we see uh, Alex from the police uh, department who getting we also all know now gooped up, getting getting <laughs> vaselined up. Weird. And he feeds. He, I was not sure where that was going. He, <laughs> I know, right? He feeds his fish, and did you notice the uh, the Doctor Who TARDIS. Yeah. In the in the fish. That's tank. a nice, that's, uh, nice, nice touch. That's touch, yeah. Which okay, and let's be clear, like 
Doctor Who time travel stuff makes zero sense. Oh, yeah, that's, so that's I think just we're gonna put... higgledy-piggledy all over the place. Yep, so I think we're in there. So then uh, he <laughs> goes to a secret temporal agency site and then travels to an alternate time reality. I have no idea what's going on. And in this reality, there it's, I think, well, two his minutes... His conscious travels passing. there. That's, that's an important note. He occupy put. his body in that universe. Yes. It's very man in the high castle. Um, or it's, 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 uh, it's, it's Star Trek. It's um, when, like, evil Spock and, yes. e, you know, with Spock with the mustache and when the yes. transporter accident happens where certain of them can... I guess they don't necessarily actually take the place, but it's them transported knowing the old reality, but only a couple mm-hmm. of people to the new evil alternate timeline and they have to fight against mm-hmm. the oh, bad guys and try to get back. It's like Avatar. It is like Avatar. Yeah, with the, not, not, not the last Airbender, the, the, the better one. The... <laughs> I want this air to stay dead. I want people to know that this is dead air. Yes, yes, Kevin. James Cameron's Avatar. Um, yes. I'm jumping here. Let's 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 uh, g- tell the poor people what's going on. So, Afhildr wakes up in what I think is best described as Norwegian Gilead. Yep. yep. And yeah. which so where where Norway or at least Oslo is run by Christian fascists under Olav, and seeing this, uh, and not I guess thinking too much of it, decides to still go to work. Yeah. And like, like yeah, just gets in a car and starts driving. In the wrong car. In a, in a in beat a, up old crappy car. Yeah. Which is her, which is her other, which is her alternate reality car, I guess, because she has the keys to it. So yeah. She yes. Like. Yeah. Beep 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 and opens it. Um, and now we get to my movie kink. Um, I love when shows that have normally set credits change the credits. The music, yeah. For one specific, for a very special yes. episode. And I was thinking, well, not so occupied. Never really did this, but they at the very last, at the end of the last episode, they played the opening credit music, but they edited it. They yeah. had like a, like a remix of it. Yeah. Um, I know Sons of Anarchy. I don't know if you guys watch the show. They went. To, they the show actually went and filmed in Ireland at one point, and the opening credits changed to uh, Irish instruments playing it. Or cool. Uh, like the I love the show, the uh, Dan Harmon's show Community, and they uh, when yeah. they would do genre episodes, yep. they'll usually do like oh, a, a, a different intro to it, a different music playing. And, so I and and by the way, just to yeah. continue pointing out parallels, mm-hmm. uh, there are a number of times where Star Trek episodes have gone to the alternate universe and have changed the entire like credit theme to be the like yes. fascist signs and everything oh, else. Yeah. Give it oh yes, so. give me like. Yes, Daddy, give me more. <laughs> oh, um, God. I love that. Yes. Oh, but God. I, I, I thought it was super cool in this because I'm really glad it wasn't the same song. It was like, I, I mean, it was it was the, the same, same song but performed differently yeah. and a little bit. It's so much spookier yeah. as they're going through. And when you first roll in and you see all the crosses painted everywhere and the, yeah. the sign that says, it says, it said in Norwegian, God is good. And mm. like mm. that, and like, and then we get these shots of like the, um, you know, the, those... I think they, they I, I really like the costume design on the kind of agents. It, it, it was very yeah. ISIS kind of to me. They, they're riding in the back of a pickup truck. They're dressed in these kind of gray military, but also Viking-y, like yeah. tunics. But they're carrying assault weapons, and they have the the patches. And I really like that the, the symbol is just the Norwegian flag turned 90 degrees sideways. So it's it's the cross. It's, the, yeah. you know, the Christian cross. And they're, That's... you know, we see them harassing a gay couple, which I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised that gay couple felt comfortable enough to hold Yeah, them yeah. Around it must like be that. a relatively, still a recent kind of turnover mm-hmm. to yeah. Christian fascist reality. Yes, but but they've already developed a, a black, uh, you know, a black market of condom sellers. Yeah, which, uh, yes. Well, I think what it's, it seemed to me, it read to me that like, it was a reality where the beforeners arrived and then people automatically believed and converted or or you know olaf took over once once yeah he, he took he, over. once it's the people realized but like the but like the all of this he wasn't like all the stuff still happened like all the beforeers still coming yeah and alf, alf hilder this... is still a person in that reality mm-hmm. but a different Correct. She is. She she still where she's works as a a um sorry what is she like janitorial staff for the yeah. police department. But like we see 
Vold is still there. Venka is still there. Uh, everything is so it's it's just like it, it's an alternate reality where we've seen um, the universe uh, where Olav uh, must have just taken power and 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 seized it because he's living in the palace and which yeah is a weird thing. I they they actually had in their beds next to him. It's the it's the paintings of the current crown prince of Norway. Hmm. The guy yeah. Uh. Which, so this and they kept that up. And above that, it said, "Are you Alfred Alfred Norg?" Yeah, I was like, "Look at that, Pod for Norga." They had it right on the wall. Yeah, which makes me wonder: Did they shoot that at the actual palace? Like, is that that Maybe. looked like a very expensive set? Like, where yeah. they, they might have um, been. I don't know. I've never been in the Crown Prince's uh, bedroom. Uh, that you can yeah. disclose. Yes, exactly. Not during nighttime hours. Anyway. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so so he clearly like took over and and oh, you know what Giro's thought when we first started watching this, which I thought would have been actually super cool, is when she first like saw the helicopters and Alfhilder coming out and the music, the TV is playing the bells. Mm-hmm. She thought that Alfhilder jumped forward in time, mm. and you know that this was going to be something like twenty years in the future. Yeah, it's a yeah, fascist dystopia, which you know, here's an idea for season three. But no, no, it uh, it it uh, is much more nonsensical than that. Yes, yes, way more nonsensical. So I can say that uh, uh, the police are now running a fanatic, like uh, are run by fanatic Christians, and no one knows, uh, no one knows off Hilder except Agent Alex, who is projecting from his reality into the body, into his body in the alternate reality. And again, the time is elapsing differently. It's two minutes in the real time, but nine hours in in the alternate reality time. Just go with it, people. <laughs> and, huh. and we know this from the people in those hazmat suits at suits. computers who yes. are... Where? Where? What? Who? It's a tunnel. What? What? I don't... Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Go with it. Okay. Um, so off, off, uh, Alex conveys that uh, Offhill needs to find Job Roberts in this reality. Um, and she, in, in searching that, discovers that Thirst uh, Witch is now Thirst Queen. Thirst Queen. Mm-hmm. Because she My made queen. some changes. I think that, that was one of the, the line of like justifying part of the story is like, oh yeah, d- when, when uh, Alfhilder and John Roberts clashed yes. she created this time rift and the thirst queen decided to change something took advantage yeah. took advantage yeah, yeah so i well did you guys watch man in the high castle no yes no though not the know. entire way through yes but it's, i've read the book to, too which is to spo- oh cool but uh, to, to spoil a bit of man in the high castle so like there are alternate realities in it and what happens is the uh the sure i believe it's the, the nazi government is like figured out how to access these and is using it to gather intelligence and you know move, mm-hmm. move between the realities to gather information and live in those things uh, those those realities so I, I i'm down with this i am down with that there being there's being some kind of force going across these realities in the show that you know thirst queen slash Thirst, which slash Volva, I think is her real name. Yeah, Volva is is accessing and how she interprets it as spiritual, and other people interpret it as scientific, and it's just it's a force here. Right, and, right. And and she just somehow through her connection that leverages it to try to create the, her best possible world that yes. she wants to be into. Again, I am not clear. The show never explains why the rift. In, like, what was the preceding event? Like, you know, if it was something like John Roberts and uh, Alfhilder create a a break in the space-time continuum that removes them and shows what the world would be like if they were never there. And then in that reality, Olav became, you know, the fascist leader. Like, then I can track. But this, it never shows you, like, what what is the fundamental change that led to these different realities. Right, right. But whatever. Well, maybe maybe it is that, right? It could be. Maybe no, but no, that. but Alfhilder is. There, but Alfhilder well, still exists. Yes, Alfhilder. Uh, she exists, but she maybe exists as like non police, never having this... traveled person, never no, having she, traveled no, back and no, forth. No, she she is because she's. They know her to be Alfhilder Engen's daughter. Otherwise, she would be. But also, yeah. if she never traveled, she still wouldn't be in that current time, as we will learn by the twist at the end. Oh, right. God. Because Alfhilder is yeah. from the future. <laughs> she's from the future. Well, uh. she's from the present. She's from the... Yeah, well, not we're, from we're the jamming. past. Anyway. 
Oh boy. Anyway, um, so Alphilder tries to um, uh, uh, tries to meet uh, Volva, Queen Volva, and in the process is uh, taken into custody at the palace. Thirst Queen uh, <laughs> um, goes down and has a meeting with with Alphilder at the. Uh, uh, <laughs> are you blowing your nose, Kevin? You're not. Oh, it's good. Uh, okay. Or maybe you. Sorry. I love it. Um, so uh, Alphilder meets, uh, has a conversation with Thirst Queen, and uh, she explains, how does she explain it? Um, that Alphilder and John Roberts have split the time up into many worlds, and that she sees an opportunity to live in this specific one. So we know that there's actually probably more realities out there. Realizing the danger that Alphilder poses, um, she goes on to tell Olaf, like, oh, Alphilder must die, but for some reason does not kill her there. Yep. I have no idea why. That makes no sense. Instead, Alphilder, with the help of Odin, breaks free and goes to meet alternative reality Lars, who is living in the tunnels underneath Oslo, and convinces him of their friendship by reminding him, amongst other things, that he is gluten intolerant. Yes. And I am so glad that that is a callback. That is, yeah. To the, the spirits that live in, yes. in the bread. Yep. All, uh, 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 alternate Lars, who is a soothsayer. Odin. Odin in this world has a vision and uh, says that uh, gives a cryptic message that that which has not been born cannot die. Ooh, Ooh. what? Yes, but as as we'll see, yeah. she was born. Offhilder, <laughs> yes. Offhilder then goes on and breaks into the police department by hacking Venka's stupid uh, password. That's bad. That's, that's bad. bad. That's no, bad writing. There's like no it. way the yeah whatever um uh, yeah the police department should not allow passwords like that you got to at least throw a special character in Seriously. there. Seriously, and she tracks down John Roberts down to the Oswald Fjord, attempting to stab him. But before po before possible, John Roberts stabs off Hilder in our reality, nearly killing her. But not and it, fully. In a last ditch, yeah, he really in for a last ditch who... effort literally is a is a is jack the ripper yeah it seems like he would know how to complete a stabbing but but she's also has these super supernatural powers he she's like him you yeah, know before before the like bullet time before. uh he says oh you're like me yeah Ooh, that was good kevin thank you i'm practicing he's got a really good evil british guy voice yeah. anyway yeah in a last-ditch effort, Alphilder takes the knife out of her own neck and stabs John Roberts, killing him and closing the alternate timeline, you know, reality. Highlander. Erasing it from existence. And actually, in a, in a moment that, like, this is all uh, cu cutting back and forth between different, you know, we see the true reality uh, engagement between John Roberts and Alphilder and the one that's happening down at Oslofjord in the os alternate reality. But we also see... Um, Volva has a sad moment sitting in her bed knowing she is aware that Alphiller got away mm. and knows that her reality and this world that she has built even though she's like an evil queen dictator but knowing her reality is doomed and is about to blink out of existence which mm. must be a terrible <laughs> feeling I mean yeah you, then, you've seen uh, the Marvel's uh, Infinity War yeah yeah, they, yeah, when everyone gets blinked out of exit, that yeah, the, the but this the is like she knows it's coming, like she knows it's and in in a really sad way, and then it it, it, it cuts to her and Olaf then dying in our reality as a result of the car crash, yeah, which I think I hopped over because there was um, what happened earlier is Olaf <laughs> had dumped Madeline and who exposed his cocaine use, which yep, <laughs> which. <laughs> then breaks in the news right as he is having a meeting with older members of the faith and then driving away, he takes some more cocaine and gets hit by a car. Um, yeah. there, Guru, I, I, Guru really wanted me, she even gave me a sticky note. I have to cover this. Um, oh, I'll bring this up when, I'll bring this up under her guy. She wrote my guy next to it. So we'll, we'll, we'll cover that at the end. But, but they die in the car crash and it's very sad. It was really sad. I thought, like, yeah. when they were in the real car crash, because when they were in the car crash in episode five, she, like, looks at him and says, it, you know, it made no sense at the time. It was like, she said, like, let go of this world. There's, like, a beautiful new one being born. Yeah. And it was actually her note. So she is, like, clearly tapped into the spirits of Very. the universe. 
Oh yeah. Yes, and it's weird because she she is a, an interesting character because she, um, I like she's very spiritual and is first introduced as connected to the Norse gods and kind of a spiritual suit there of that. But then is shown to be working with Olav, who is very, very Christian right. and is committed to that. But she also refers to the gods a lot. So she is clearly like, this is, there's something, it's not like she's committed to a very Christian, like the Christian gospel. Like she's right. committed to something no. that is way larger than, than either of those things can understand. Right. And is obviously connecting into interesting science-y topics that, you know, like no one right. other than maybe the temporal agency is understanding. So, I mean, I think again, she might be one of those temporal agents that, uh, you know, she might be even ooh, working with John Roberts. Nah. Temporal agent gone bad. Or, go, or, or gone, maybe, maybe gone rogue, gone good, trying to like stop John Roberts by establishing a like, oh no, a, we need a, to keep people alive, like do what, like continue the human race, have babies, like. Maybe that's through what a she's. That's through. why she's banning condoms. To make maybe, sure we all maybe. Have. I'm just. I look. I'm just. I'm that's thinking out loud, but that's what I see clearly. Yeah. Um. And then we kind of get the. Um, so, so killing she, John when when Hilder kills John Roberts, I guess that ends the time paradox. Yeah. Which somehow. also was on, only everything. very localized apparently yes in within the tunnel like it yes. didn't it didn't expand out like they, they people were like looking at this event happening way yeah. down in the tunnel and like what the hell is that and it wasn't like coming any closer so like yeah. also where how does it seemed like it was it was an explosion when when the when the time rift yes. happened but it was only it, within like a 50 foot radius yeah it exploded out in that yeah then it was very very small there yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. Um, the reason. Uh, yeah. Let's get to the denouement of the of the show. Yes. Um, I after uh, uh, Alfilder recovers in the hospital. Very quickly. Very quickly. Like yeah, she's a champ. She's immortal. Um, it's fine. And we get the big final twist of the season, which I feel like an idiot in retrospect for not having like called or thought. Like we, none of us brought this. Up. Oh well, no, I would. So, it's how could you? Hey, how could yeah, you? that's a little random. Yeah, I mean, like, so what happens? So the it, the reason that the time agency could not identify where in our time Alf Hilder is from is because she actually has not yet been born in the time of the show, and it turns out that Alf Hilder is the unborn daughter of Ingrid and therefore Lars's granddaughter. Yep. End of season. End of season. That's, that's <laughs> end of season. Oh, yeah. Like, so that and I loved. I thought that was done very well because they're yeah. cutting back and forth. There, that because uh, you know, Alphiller goes to the police department to try to get the evidence and sees um, Volva's cross, yeah. which Volva's cross, which she gets a moment and remembers, oh, this isn't Volva's cross. This was my cross that Volva took off of me when I was a child. Uh, when I was a very where... chubby-cheeked child, I yes. Uh, yes. had this cross. And boy, is she! And she stole and it having from that me. realization at the same time that we see that the DNA test goes through and they're able to connect her to Lawrence. I just realized something. What? Okay, the uh, she uh, he who can who hasn't been born or she hasn't, hasn't been born can't die. Yes. That's why she didn't die because she hasn't she, in the time of the show she wasn't born yet. So in the tunnel yes. when she gets stabbed in the neck and when she gets out of the she, hospital she bounces right back because she can't die. Because that means she, people. So one of the rules what? is if you go back in time you cannot die before you're born. You're just immortal, I guess. Yeah. So, so th that solves the grandfather paradox. Does it? No, no, it doesn't solve the grandfather. But no, because if like, so you're saying it when when John Roberts was first sent back in time mm -hmm. to the 1800s, there literally nothing can happen. He can't die. He, he can't, can't die. He, he, I mean, he's he's got nah. bullet. He's got That's he's, stupid. he's got bullet time. He's got super sensory perception, like. It, it, is it so absurd to think that maybe that is, you know, this, the, the yes. prophecy? Yes, Kevin. I'm putting my foot down. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. If Guys, you're not you, born, you can't die. What did you think of the twist? How do you like it? It's it good. I, I didn't see it coming. I did not see it coming. I, I, no, it totally took me by surprise. I thought it was great, I think. I'm and so... I guess they've been setting it up because, like, obviously there's been this side plot moment with Ingri and, like, I'm like, hey, wh whatever. Like, I thought this was just, like, a, a, an incidental B plot. Yeah. But boy, yeah. do they bring it back in. Yeah. And it's, 
And actually, like, I, because I've watched now the show twice, I went through it when I, I took the notes for this. Like, it does, like, when you're watching, like, a Lars and Uphilder interact, you know, it's, it's quite wild. And, like, thinking, like, this is going to be a kid, and it's going to be Ingrid's, and she's going to give the cross to her. And that, that's yeah. one thing I was looking, I did not look for, is, is Ingrid wearing that? It would be nuts if Ingrid had been wearing that cross. The whole time. Throughout the whole time, yeah. and we just, like, never clocked it. Like, yep. uh I thought it was awesome. I, I mean, like, I, I haven't been shocked like that in a yeah. while on a show. Absolutely. Um, and it, it really kind of, it tied everything. To, it, the show did what I want, yeah. what I, what I wanted it to do after, after the, the third episode, I was like, yeah. uh, this is, it, it's, it's gimmicky. And then yeah. it's still kind mm. of gimmicky in parts, but it's, well, it, it, it all, <laughs> did, it truly the rules didn't, anyway. weren't, weren't any rules, but it all worked. The it, story worked out. It, it, it rule it truly is getting away like this is I think none of us expected the show to go from you know oh the, the you know like we said before this is the uh, it's a metaphor about um, a metaphor about immigration and that's you know here's the yeah. high concept of it and let's talk it and have fun and play in this universe and now they're just like fringe science let's yeah go. like <laughs> yeah. straight straight sci-fi and I thought that was cool. And then the other twist because like seeing that fi- that final twist of oh shit like this this is. Not like off the twist being like off Hilder is again like from the future. She has not yet time traveled back to Viking times. And all the like, I had always thought like, okay, there are people from the Viking times, there are people from the 1800s, and there's people from like the Neolithic era. That's it. That's it. It's locked yeah. in these loops. It's locked. In, there's there must be some kind of time loop that's like spitting people out from those times and in what it happens to be two directions right and now like i never really thought about like oh like no there might be people from 2070 being thrown back to our time and we are their past and we and like this is but completely not yeah presumably there are rules in the future right if this is about, a thing like, that this is... This is a regulated... Yes, like... yeah, yeah, there has to be, right? Otherwise people can go back and change things. Uh, Did anybody watch um, uh, Loki on uh, Disney yes, Plus? Yes, Very Loki. It gave me a lot of Loki vibe. Uh, yeah. Alternate universe, p- uh, time authority kind of people. Yes. But that's what I thought, because like, if we want to go, there's like multiple uh, time travel um... Do you guys watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. There was a very good one. They did. They did a snake episode about this, um, where there's a scene about time travel that, like, how it would all stack on top of each other. Like, there, oh there's yeah, rules. yeah, yeah. There's like time travel, like Looper. I don't know if you've seen yep. Looper's a good one. Um, and or um, the Terminator is one that there is supposed to be a single timeline, and if you send people back in time, they are still on the one branch of time. Then there's time travel where you send someone back in time and it branches. Create the new. Back to the future. Which eliminates worries about time uh, travel paradoxes because if you travel back in time and kill your grandfather, you are on a completely, like you're in a different, you're in a multiverse. Yeah, but it creates creates a different set of paradoxes because Mm -hmm. if you go back in time and are your own grandfather or great-grandfather, you can't be. Right, like you Couldn't can't. Couldn't you do it in a multiverse? Couldn't you be that in your multi- in a multiverse? It, ha- but there has to be a continuous branch because if you yeah. going back creates a different branch, then you couldn't have existed in the to... first place. Yeah, unless it's like a unless it is a full loop, like it for it's just it has no beginning or end. It's always. Can it be like? Hey, a time figure... travel doesn't exist. Sorry, sorry, so... hey, guys, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm get I'm getting nerd. Um, all right, like no, I, but I, 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 I get, I get what you're saying. It is, it's, mm-hmm. it is tough to, but I, but in the few, in uh, what, mm-hmm. uh, probably, it seems like it's, they're setting up for a third season. Yeah, I would, I, hope I, there is. I, I hope. would imagine there's going to be more of that, like time authority people, like mm-hmm. agents, yeah, yeah, yeah. and more of that. Mm-hmm. They really need to just bring, like, that's it, like Lars and Othilder clearly know too much. Just bring them into the team. I'm sure they're like willing to help, or they're going to be hunted down and yeah, or, exactly. or kill them. Use exactly. those hunter yeah. killer drones. These are some loose ends. Do cover season. up your loose ends. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, I I liked this. This is great. This is, this is yeah. a fun show. Thank I, you, I, thank I, you for coming along. Yeah, thank you for for having us. I'm so glad Erlen's not here. Yeah, he would have <laughs> shed all over this. He would have hated this. <laughs> I just sometimes sometimes. I just want to sit in my sandbox with my toys and be like, 
I'm having fun. You know, play, playing little, like, you know, making my action figures kiss and then sending them through time paradoxes. Like, let me have a little bit of fun. Exactly. Not everything has exactly. to be super downer. Anyway. <laughs> you guys got anything else to add? I feel like we, we've, we've really, like, we've, gone We've gone through a lot. I, th- I think we should, uh, let me just jump into categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's do that. Uh, you guys got someone for who won? Who won this uh, this series, or at least the second half of the, this uh, season? Uh, in reversing my uh, biggest loser pick from last time, I think Lars won this half. He's yeah. having a better time. He's refocusing on family. Uh, he avoided getting his ass beat, uh, which is always nice. Um, <laughs> you know, and also, I, but I guess also in addition to Lars, society generally seems to have won because it turns out it did not become Gilead. Yeah, uh, and that yeah. is and that is always a positive thing, I think. That's me. Yeah. All right. Hey, Kevin? I um I think Elfilder won this one. I think yeah. she in, in terms of the story, she has the most fulfilling you know, a story arc in this whole show. I mm-hmm. I think. I mean, well, uh, I, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. The twist at the end brought her to the forefront as, like, the main, one of the main uh, characters, like, the main drivers of the action. Did you feel like she wasn't before this? I feel like... I feel like that's been pretty consistent throughout. Yeah, yes, and no, I feel like they... (laughs) Well, well, she she has been a ma- the one of the major characters, yes, but the story was mostly about. I feel like it was mostly about Lars. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then yeah, re- it's, it's more of his family dynamic. Yeah, and, and then yeah. but then recent, but as we'll see, it is about his mm-hmm. family dynamic. <laughs> Boy, is it. But so so yeah so that that's why I think it's um you know, yeah. she 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 won in that aspect. Cool. Um, I'll read Giro's. I got a little sticky note. She wrote them down. So she said that she uh, put the writers. She said that this ah. was a lot of fun, ah. good twists, good turns, and keep it. Oh yeah. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys want to come back over? Hey, Giro, you want to tell us we're going through our categories? You want to tell the last ones? Hello, Finn. Hi, Finn. Um. Yeah. And then I'm gonna tell my who won. Um. Actually, like the true answer forever will be Gregor's. Oh, yeah. I am Gregor's stan, and he is my favorite person in the whole wide world. But I'm going to pick something else to be a little bit more creative. So I'm actually going to say Alex, our temporal agent guy, because he was a very, very minor character and really got to step up and have his own scenes. And it turns out, like, he was very, very shifty. And I always thought, like, oh, this guy's going to be a villain. But it turns out he actually is, like, a super secret agent person and goes in and gives Offhilder the necessary information or like her kind of the mission briefing of what she needs to do. Ooh, and that is Finn hitting the microphone. Um, so I'm going to say that he is, yeah. he is the winner. Um, you guys want to give losers? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Volva lost. She, she lost hard. That's easy. In this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Relatedly St. Olaf the first. Yeah. Ooh, good. All right. I'm going to hop on, on with or it. Second. Uh, definitely our, our thirst queen. Uh, yeah. She had and like that. She went that like that. Like she had everything. She had everything, and she had a moment where she knew she was gonna lose it. Yeah, and was going to just blink that's out tough. of existence. And it, it was like it was already done. It was already done. And that was that's a foregone conclusion. And yeah, up. And mine is everyone who gets hooked on drugs on this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. do yeah. cocaine. But but off that's the don't dashboard but of your that's car. how you see other timelines. And that's how mm-hmm. that's how uh, when Olaf uh, first did cocaine, mm-hmm. the visions he sees are from the last episode. They're mm-hmm. from the alternate reality. Yeah, which I'm glad that we got back to that because that weirded yeah. me out in that shot. Yeah. Um, who do you guys have? Who's your guy? You got a guy? Mine uh, still is and will always be uh, Nabo. Is that his name? Uh, the, the neighbor. Yeah, the, yeah. the friend uh, yeah. who is like we see him one time in episode four briefly on the staircase and he's holding a fish and he's like oh where are you going my guy every yep. time yep uh, um i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna say gregor's um i mean yeah he, uh, it's it's a uh, it's a no i mean nabo obviously is great obviously but but gregor's i mean come on that guy is he is he's a he is 
self-aware, but he's mm-hmm. from a different time, mm-hmm. and he's willing to change. Gura, who's your guy? Uh, my guy is uh, Olaf Haraldsson, but only in the specific moment. Did you already talk about this? We scene? didn't. No, I haven't mentioned it at all. When, uh, when he's in the church and the old ladies are like, we're doing a project about the women's role in the Viking Age. And he and he says fun, but in Norwegian, and just goes like, Yay. Yeah, so the Norwegian <laughs> word for fun is gay, and she the way she goes up to him and said yeah and and talks because he's like very disappointed to be around all these I believe he describes old them as women. old hags yeah and she and the lady is so happy like oh we wanted to know if you want to come to our study group on the Viking of roles of women in time and just the way he goes gay because the also thing is they didn't put it in a subtitle they just skipped over he just makes that <laughs> it's yeah. unre- it's yeah. completely unreferenced. <laughs> And While I he's think, drinking the coffee. I think now that will be a way of communicating that it's, you and I yeah, will do. keep doing. Like, when you say, oh, do you want to go uh, see this whatever, whatever? And I'm going, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, my guy is um, in the in the alternate reality when Alfhilder is going to meet Lars in the tunnels. There's this one prehistoric woman who takes it, <laughs> t- takes Alfhilder over and the way she does she goes to Alfhilder and sits next to her and then for no reason just pets her <laughs> pets her in the face just 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 lightly pets her across the cheek yeah. and Alfhilder goes like what the hell oh. and then and then like you know she's like slack jaw and just kind of then takes Alfhilder by the hand and leads her to life and that's all she does she has no lines and I was just like I, I have I I, that's, I, that's I don't know what guy. else to say that's other a... than that she she was my guy. Uh, <laughs> guys, let's rate this. Um, I was going to rate it on like time t- paradox babies, but I wanted to keep it a little bit more concrete mm-hmm. and bring it back to, you know, what this show is really centered around, which is Gregor's. Yep. And <laughs> so Gregor's had, I don't know if you noticed, had a pipe table, uh, which I counted. There were 10 different tobacco pipes on there, including one on a stand. So he's mm-hmm. like... He's a He's pipe aficionado. So we're going to rate this on a scale of one to five 19th century tobacco pipes. One to uh, six? Did I say one to six? Yeah, one no. to six, right? Yeah. We always do it on six. Yeah, you said yeah, one, you to said five. one to five. Ignore me. I'm wrong. Okay. One to six. Toba- 19th century tobacco pipes. Kevin, what do you what do you give this show? I'm going to give this show a solid five and a half 19th Ooh, century wow. tobacco Ooh, pipes. Big increase. Yeah. That might be yeah. your highest rating or tied I think to your it highest might, rating? It might be. It might be. Because specifically for the the, the, the reason Espo uh, said is I had mm-hmm. fun. I yeah. had, like, it... it delivered on all of the things that it set up there weren't any loose ends it, like it it, it, it worked it, it worked for me it was nonsensical but it worked for me yes mm-hmm. kevin yes john? i just gave my answer <laughs> hi kevin over to john I'm, I'm trying to entertain this baby while also doing the podcast <laughs> kevin i agree with you thank you very much uh you Nobody, other john. guy uh i think i will give it a four um, which is higher than where I was last week, so it definitely came, or last time, it definitely came up. Um, I enjoy it. It was I, I, I enjoy the comedic beats. I think it is fun, and I really liked, I did really like the big reveal at the end. I, yeah. I still have trouble with the time travel conceit, and I'm not sure, yeah. like, I'm not, still not sure if they're going for sci-fi or magical realism, and I think mm-hmm. of those as being different things, and I think they're kind of plumbing mm-hmm. both genres and i so i kind of that's fair i don't know but but all that like i think it is a great show it remains funny it remains interesting i want to come back for more i want to know more about this temporal agency i i'm you know i'm 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 down so yeah four out of six 19th century pipes nice girl five and a half five and three quarters oh like, wow really, yeah yeah no i just wow. um, really? It was a lot of fun to watch, yeah. and I got to watch Great. it with you, and, and um, like, it, 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 yeah. I, there, not a lot of shows anymore surprise me, <clears throat> and this show keeps catching me off guard, and I'm like, ooh, oh, I see, yeah. okay, this is fun. twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah. I and like a show fun. that can go, like, make me laugh at some of these, like, funny, goofy bits, and then all of a sudden do one episode about a Christian fascist thing, and yeah. kind of, like, show me some... 
like make me sit up in my chair like those I, those credits like i would give such a high rating just for those credits of yeah. the scene like going like yeah. oh man um and so so i'm gonna come in i'm gonna come in with five just a, like a straight five tobacco uh 19th century tobacco pipes uh i'm knocking it down one for the rules of the time not yet being explained and kind of not tracking because that took it away from me at that final moment that final confrontation between john roberts and off hilder when she did stab him and then it ended and i was like oh like there was a minute of like oh that that's that's it i guess that's, that's the rules. so yeah those kind of rules mess you know take it down a notch but like for the rest of it, the acting's fun. I think the writing's a lot of fun. It's 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 a great show. I'm, a, I'm really glad we watched it. I'm, I, yeah. I've been. I think season two is better than season one. I'll say. Uh, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, season uh, two definitely. They definitely toned down the uh, the sex and like the the get mm-hmm. eyes on the on the screen kind of mm-hmm. tactics. Yeah. Um, that that I didn't feel that in this in the uh, in the last half. Yeah. Um. But will the next show we cover be filled with lots of fun, sexy bits? Hopefully. That keep our attention. I don't know. Oh, we're, I mean, we'll we're going to find out. So you guys want to watch? Uh, we'll do Worst Person in the World. We presume we'll, we'll out. That is our plan. Yeah. Unless I, I'll drop in a message if, if we change it to something else. But like, we'll make sure that we can find a theater where you guys can watch it. And we'll find one here. Yeah. And I'm really excited to cover that one. Sounds good. So. Awesome. We'll, so our next one will be uh, uh, next uh, movie we're covering is Worst Person in the World. Um, if you guys have any thoughts that you want to add in uh, and uh, have us consider, please send an email to podfornorga at gmail.com. And we will catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.